What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live.
Okay, okay. Yo, yo, yo. I'm so sorry. I have my phone on mute. Oh, my God. All this time. I'm glad I caught it. This Compton Politics. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Who is this on the line? You wanna? Yo, yo, what's going on, Ioana? Uh, thank you for calling in this Compton Politics. I have my phone on mute. I'm so sorry. I'm tardy with my sound. Uh, I want to just ask you a question. What is your feelings on Martin Luther King? What do you what did you what do you think about today? What do you think your part in life right now? Uh, what's going on in society? What do you have to do about what Martin Luther King put out there? I was not expecting that. I know, you know, this kind of politics is this how I do. I see you on the line and it's the time for you to just speak how you feel, you know, about Martin Luther King. This is his day, this is your day too, because I'm sure you do things out there in life that's helped transforming people's lives and doing things and adjusting. Um, what is it? You know, just, just like if you're talking to yourself, but you're just being recorded. This your opinion about Martin Luther King, what he done, what do you feel? Uh we well how far we came from then to now? I thought we done came a long way. I hate that it had to take a death for us to progress. But um Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but sometimes uh they like fifty cents said you got to die trying. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if you don't stand for something you'll fall for anything. That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? And when you fall for anything, I mean anything. You eat anything, you wear anything, you, you know what I mean? Anything just comes in your life and just, just take over. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to have a solid ground like he, he knew what he was up against. I think he knew. Yeah, he knew. He knew. You know? he, knew. he knew he was getting ready to die. He knew of he course. had a car. Of course. And yeah. that's what it's about. Um, Yeah, he's I'm listening to him right now on the radio on the, on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I, let's play a little bit. Hold on. Uh oh, see my technology. This technology right here. He's <laughs> on this technology because. Uh, hold on, just a moment. This nation will rise up, live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created. I have a dream that one day on the red hills of Georgia, Sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners. Will they be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood? I have a dream that one day, even the state of Mississippi, a state sweltering with the heat of injustice, sweltering with the heat of oppression, will be transformed into an oasis of Freedom and justice. I have a dream. My poor little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream. 
I'm sure he was talking about the whole universe of change because that's what it took. He just couldn't be speaking about uh, African Americans in, in just the United States. He had to be talking about it in Haiti and uh, all these um, black countries, you know, Morocco, and that's where um, blacks really came from. That's where our country is really at is Morocco. Um, a lot of wars went on. A lot of people, that, you know, Moroccans destroyed countries and people. And, and just a lot of things went on. There's that whole never, another level. Uh, I was waiting on my buddy um, Joe Knowledge to call in. Um, I don't know what happened. Um, it's still early. Uh, maybe he called in. And um, let me see if my maybe can call him to see what's going on. Like I say, this is something politics. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. And we are live tonight on uh, T25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio. You can go to the website and check out. Oh, hold on, this might be Joe right here. Let me check it out. Hold on just a moment. Let me see. Yo, 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 this is Compton Politics. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Who's calling? This me, that you? What's up? What's up, Joe Knowledge? I was just hitting you up on the phone, man. You know. West is woke. For sure, the West is woke. The West is woke. The West is woke. Just my boy Joe Knowledge. Um, I just called him at the last minute, uh, and he's very knowledgeable about a lot of things. You know, uh, he was just letting me know that he really don't, in the way he do, he do know because um, I found out that Martin Luther King' real name was Michael. You know what I'm saying? He changed it to Martin. Ain't that something? Ain't that a piece of history? Don't nobody know. But why would he change his name from Michael to Martin? You know what I'm saying? Think about that. Is Martin more of a, because Michael doesn't sound like a political name. But think about it. Martin do. So maybe uh, uh, on a Manafort level, if somebody told something in his ear to say, look, man, Michael is not going to work. Because back probably in those days, Michael probably was a Caucasian name. You get what I'm saying? So we don't know. It's just a lot of different elements back then of those days that was going on that a lot of our elders weren't allowed to do. You know, um, let's really look at it. There was no freedom back then. I mean, freedom didn't come until like late 70s, early 70s, late, late you know, mid 70s. That's when it start, started turning around. I remember. I remember I used to see um, the Black Panthers walking down the street with M16s. You know what I'm saying? Um, with, with, and the police riding right right by them, not even bothering them. You feel what I'm saying? So I was in the era back when it was going down, the riots. You know, I was born in 65, right after, uh, right before the riots, I think. I think the riots started in August. Uh, I was born actually in July. So, you know, um, hey, I am a riot baby. I am a revolutionary baby. You feel me? At the same time, um, there are other uh, uh, factors of leaders, like we're speaking about today. So, uh, since say I, I see you calling, in, I appreciate it. So, what is your input? You know, and you, we do know a little bit about Martin Luther King. You know, we're gonna speak some real um, about Planned Parenthood. You can speak on that, can't you? About the Planned Parenthood situation, uh, what he got actually, uh, he was bamboozled. They put some shenanigans on him, which he thought he was actually doing something real great, bringing Planned Parenthood into our community which actually um, killed, what, 6 million African-Americans throughout these decades of years. And do you remember what plan that was, if you can remember? 
Oh, yeah. That? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, that lady, Margaret. Margaret yeah. uh, Sanger. Yeah. Margaret oh, Sanger, that? yeah. She she was head of that. That was basically uh, 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 a form of genocide just done politically. And wow. uh, But it's just a little history on... Um, um, Martin Luther King, he was a Mason, and uh, but but before he took off into his uh, civil rights career, he was invited to Ghana, and I don't know Mugabe or whatever it was. I know it was with an M. I forget the name of the leader at the time, but he um, invited uh, Martin Luther King to Africa, and he it was a, a all expense paid trip by the people in Ghana, and they showed them their. Uh, civil rights plan to become uh, independent in Ghana. And they did that. They actually became independent in Ghana through that same plan that he showed Martin Luther King to. And Martin Luther King came back here with that plan, uh, a segregated plan, believe it or not. And he had a lot of speeches, a lot of black power speeches. If you look at some of his speeches, man, he goes in. I mean, he said, I'm black and I'm proud and all of that. And uh, what I was here was like a few weeks before he was assassinated. He made a speech or two about integration, and then they kind of killed him and then locked him in on those speeches only. So they don't really reveal a lot of his older speeches. I was watching some stuff today that I've never seen before on him, you know, a little documentary. They went back into a whole bunch of uh, speeches and things he did and how nervous he was, how uh, loud noises kept going off, and he, he they was ducking because they thought somebody was shooting at him, and and then one of the uh, uh, marches, but um, yeah, so it's, it's, it's always some twist to it. See, it's a thing we call appointed consciousness. A lot of time we think leaders are being uh, rising up on their own, but a lot of time they're being put in that position, especially with these sororities. You know, these sororities got it where when you join a sorority, no matter what it is you want to do in life, they're going to help you do it. They're going to put you in that position. We need another brother. We got you. As soon as you finish that, we got you. Like uh, my cousin, he recently dropped out of a sorority because he made it feel like he was selling his soul. He was like, regardless if he had the skills or not, they was going to put him in a top position and this and that and that and this, all because he was part of a sorority and he uh, jumped out of it. And uh, just a little, little background on, on Martin Luther King. Yeah, so um, like we were speaking about the Planned Parenthood situation, and it was more like, it was a plan, you know, and this, you know, Planned Parenthood right now is going on right now as we speak today. Yeah, the abortion and all that stuff. Yeah, came out of Yeah, Planned Parenthood to to slow the population down because the European population is at a minus birth rate right now. So, um, they it, when you got too many people to try to control and maintain, what what do they what do they resort to doing? They try to control the population and bring it down so they can control the people more. Right, right, right. So what are the other things that you think they're doing to eliminate people uh, on Earth? Uh, I mean, you know, between putting us in legal slavery again with the jail system, working for slave wages or nothing at all, mostly. Uh, so what do you think is uh, going on there? What do you think about what's going on over there in um, 
in that African country when they started slavery again. You feel what I'm saying? What about that? I mean, that's... Oh, in Libya, yeah, that's some cold. Man, that's so cold. But yeah, it's been going on behind that? closed doors. What it is, it's been going on behind closed doors this whole time. See, the Muslim slave trade been been alive and well since... They was the, the, the pretty much... They had us in slavery for seven... It's almost 900 years. This is before Christianity. Christianity kind of took the blueprint from them and and used with their tactics to enslave us. Well, they enslaved us too. The Arabs did. We've been in slavery for almost 3,000 years. We've been handed over like plates. A lot of people don't understand. So you just hit a key point. So what makes it so secretive to where we're so brainwashed where we just think we've been slaves for 400 years? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, we think we've been that? in slavery for 400 years. When in actuality, we've been in slavery almost 3,000 years. The Persians, so we, the Greeks, the, so the, said, the Arabs, the the Europeans, the Spanish conquistadors. The I mean, it's, I mean, we they've been handing us down down the line since the Roman times. So, so what are you saying? So can I ask a question? I want to ask a question. So, then you say us? Oh, you mean like Moroccans? Well. When I say us, I'm really talking about melanated people. All the labels came into play to divide us. I mean, we all possess melanin, and we all come from a source. It's one melanated family all around the world. You know, we're all one people. That's what we got to come back. That's what we're coming back to, should I say. Are they, are they different been, nationalities, though? Is, is melon just black people? Are melons just black people? Are melons just a, a, a type of gene of a certain type of generation well, everybody can produce. Everybody can produce melanin, but then it's the percentage of melanin that you can produce. If you can produce more than three percent of melanin, then you're part of our family tree. If you can if you produce less than three percent, then your 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 genetics is from something else. You know, that's why they call some people beasts. They call some people the man, like the mark of man, like the original melanin. Melanin is nothing but carbon. The makeup of carbon. It's, it's black, but the make the chemical makeup is six protons, six neutrons, and six electrons. Six six six, the mark of man. They so say they call they call us the beast. They call us the beast because we have the DNA to annihilate everybody just by cohabitating with them. We don't have to harm anybody. Just them being with us, we would absorb them. We would absorb them into us, and generations down the line, you wouldn't see no trace of them. It, it should be impossible for pure black people to be walking around today with all the rape and pillage that went on throughout history. It should be impossible. Right. But generation after generation, the weaker genes get not kicked out of the uh, out of the um, the order, you know, the, the, the gene order, you know. And then at the end of the day, it's a black planet again. It would already happen if these people didn't get smart and realize they had to protect their bloodline. See, that's where the, the trickery came in at. They knew if they if they cohabitated with us, they would lose themselves. But if they protect the bloodline and incest and all that stuff, then they get to stay on the planet a little longer, you know. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, what I see going on, not to be you no know, preacher doom, but it, it just seems to me like the first Terminator movie, you know, those wasn't aliens flying around. Those were drones flying around. These people... Mm-hmm. 
or we're going into a, a zone in a in a planetary alignment where the radiation is going to get more and more uh, harmful to people who don't have melanin. Right now, Europeans are at a minus birth rate, and nobody's killing them in mass numbers. You can look it up. They're at a minus birth rate. This is for gener after generation after generation, it gets harder for them to reproduce. That's why they go into the lab and learn how to keep creating themselves through plastic bags and, and, and cloning and all this stuff because they're trying to stay on the planet. For, uh, uh, fertilization where they have eight and six kids at one time. Y'all know that none of this is normal. Why are they doing it? Because they're trying to keep themselves on the planet. Right, right, right. So, look, I have a question. I don't know if I'm getting off the subject, but what? why is it that certain leaders give us certain messages when we're supposed to catch each leader with each leader was speaking about? You know, Martin was speaking about something. Malcolm was speaking about something. Um, Elijah Muhammad was speaking about something. Farrakhan is actually speaking about something. He about the real last powerhouse the size of Sharpton and Jesse Jackson um, and the other, you know, senators like a Maxine Waters. Um, how are these people able to survive and they're actually fighting the same fight? You know what I'm saying? What is it that was so special about the people they killed in the 60s that they're not doing it no more in the 70s, 80s, 90s? Uh, the future, the millennium, and now to the galaxy. You know, we just had our last African-American, uh, last president before Trump was African-American. Um, they did everything he, in their power to, to to try to prevent him from doing anything. And now Trump is trying to reverse everything he did. And one of the good things that Obama did do for us is that he signed a paper that give us our freedom paper. He signed our freedom papers. A lot of people don't know about that, but he signed our freedom papers called the UNDRIP Act, UN Declaration of Rights of Indigenous People. And if you look up the word indigenous, that just means being born here, not no ancient Indians or ancient ancestors. No, that just means you, yourself, being born in your land, wherever you're at, you're indigenous to it. And the rights that you have and money and all this stuff, a lot of people don't know nothing about it, but he signed our freedom papers. He gave us a chance to be free, first time in our lives in a long time. Uh, seriously, in about three thousand years, so, 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 but that so, is becoming be, a naturalized that... citizen. That's about becoming a naturalized citizen and reclaiming your birth certificate and becoming power of attorney over your own birth certificate. Right now, so is that, the state is that has so power of attorney this, over you. So is that a is that a people of all color? Is that just basically for African Americans? Well. You get what I'm saying? Because you got to understand what today is. Today well, is about what Martin King said. For yeah. what I, I don't know exactly, but for what I see, it's for all of everybody because when they went up to Ruby Ridge and they backed off them dudes that were standing there with their guns, all them people well, were naturalized yeah. citizens. That's why they couldn't touch them. Why do you think Trump don't pay taxes? Because he's a naturalized citizen. You know, When you're a naturalized citizen, you don't pay tax. You're not, you're not a debt slave, if you will. You everything is free to you just about. You know? Uh I mean everything. I mean it, we're rich, we just don't know it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. nobody has everything's being the the music, everybody worrying about concerts, everybody worrying about all this other stuff. But when he signed that undripped act and when they reversed that act, they shutting the door on us. They shutting the door on us. So what is it that you think we need to do as as human beings. I ain't going to say as people because it's going to take just more than just us. You know, us as African Americans, we need, 
as as African Americans, I feel we do need we do need an ally. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I was just how you doing, my How are you, your creature? I'm great. How's it going? I'm fine. You know, I'm just in on my radio show right now, Counter Politics. I was saying you was in, and I was just saying if you want to speak on what Martin Luther King, what you feel Martin Luther King done done, what he haven't done, and what do you what do you do for you know in the same movement as us as as human beings? Well, um, I remember talking to you a while back, and you told me that, and it's a good look. I appreciate, you know, what you're trying to do as far as, like, just being in more control of the media, the media outlets, letting people know, you know, what's good, you know, and, and actually bringing something um, of value that we can rock with. Um I have a question real quick, though. Um, what's your guess? I got on here late. Okay. So I was just, you know, I was hearing some of the rundown. Um, what, what's your guest name? His name is Joe Knowledge. He's from Los Angeles, California. He asked me an original bopper, one of the pop locker dudes from L.A. So he know he got a lot of knowledge. He knows a lot of information, but he's always open to be a student also. That's wonderful. I was just trying to, you know, just see some of the things. Like what, what got my attention is that he said been a slave for over six thousand years. Right. I'm like whoa, like well, I ain't never heard that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can go deep. Yeah, he goes real deep. That's deep. So I never got that. I never got. Hey, do you hear Joe? Uh-huh. Do you hear her talking? Yeah, yeah. I didn't hear that last sentence, though. <clears throat> Can you, I'm sorry for that, but, you know, we got all the time in the world on constant politics. Can you kind of repeat what you're saying? He's really incognito what you're saying. You know, I don't have that media for us to like, but just... I heard her saying she had phones, a... <clears throat> Go ahead. I heard her say she, uh, uh, what caught her attention when I said we was in slavery for... She said she wanted to listen to your reference. She said she wanted to listen to your reference that you were just saying. What'd you say, though? Now, say it, say it again, ma'am. Janetta, Jaquia. I, want, I wanted him to list his references, like basically give me some when he said that we uh, were enslaved for over 3,000 years. He said, give us some references about when you, she said she never heard about the 3,000 years of slavery. You feel what I'm saying? And, you know, we talked about the history, so you're really educating a lot of people. So explain what you mean by the 3,000 years of slavery that we've just been complaining about, 4,000 years of slavery, of different wars that we had battles with, with different nationalities throughout our century. So go ahead and explain that again if you don't mind. We have people really listening in right now. Joe. To the Arab countries, and they castrated every single male that went across the desert. And they said almost 90% of them died on the trip over, but they didn't care because they didn't have to have boats. They just marched more people over. So the biggest atrocity to the human beings was done by the Islamic Arabs. Before that, before that, you got the Persians and the Greeks. You can look it up. You know the the wars and, and they, when they conquered Africa. Uh, and it's, hold on. Even the Hicksoaks enslaving each other. Like she said, are you talking about the uh, Africans enslaving each other and stuff like that? Or the Arabs? He said the Arabs. Well, the Arabs enslaved a lot of Africans. 
They they took he over North Africa. They took over North Africa, and during that time period, for 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 the time period that they was occupying that land, only Arab men had women by African women. No African women had babies by African men because of the slave trade. Timbuktu, all of that was created out of the out of the invasion uh, that they took when they took over North Africa, and they held us down for about seven to nine hundred years. And if you can look it up, you can you can look it up. The Sahara slave trade. As a matter of fact, there's a book called uh, "Destruction of Black Civilization" by Chancellor Williams. It's one of the most direct to the point what happened books. It was a common accumulation of different events. Uh, uh, even nature, every little everything, like with the sandstorms rolling in and then moving back off the Nile River, not thinking that they need to put up army posts and all that stuff because it was just a free trade route for everybody. But then the other uh, uh, nationalities start building forts and all of this and taking over, and um, that's why they was able to get gunpowder and guns and stuff before everybody else because they took control of the trade routes. Okay, so um, I can understand what you're saying as far as, like, just the point of slavery just in general. But um, from my understanding and what, what I have read, even when it comes to just overseas knowledge, I'm looking at it from a perspective where there was uh, everybody basically had been enslaved. Slavery is slavery. So uh, us as far as like Africans and being able to not everybody didn't have everybody didn't have everybody didn't including Europeans okay everybody didn't have slaves especially the Egyptians people especially black people that's very not it's not empowering to keep telling people that they've been enslaved for 3,000 years like that's crazy, you know what I mean? You don't you don't want to keep telling people that because that to me I don't feel like that is true at all. And on top of that, it's 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 a system like everybody's been enslaved. We enslaved Europeans. Are you also telling people that? Well, see, you you're talking about different groups of people. Now you had the freedom fighter Moors and you had the pirate Moors, and it wasn't, it wasn't that they were enslaving them, but if they caught you uh, living in a cannibalistic manner, a lot of people that was coming out of the caves in the Caucasus Mountain were cannibalistic. The first movie, Planet of the Apes, was basically a, a history uh, movie, but they used apes instead of black people to make fun of us. But that was created at a college. Somebody had turned their paper in, and one of the professors turned it in and made a movie out of it. We were catching people and civilizing them and selling them into servitude. That's what it was called back then. It was called servitude. And we and you'll stay in servitude for seven years, and then you can re, be released. Nobody can keep, keep you longer than that. But the Arab... But the Arab slave trade, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, but the Arab slave trade, I would like you to look that up. It's called hey, the hey, Sahara. I'm just talking about the time. Hey, hold them up. Time, time out. I'm just talking politics. I'm just saying. I mean, both of y'all are talking at the same time. No, I was just trying to, I was just trying to get my point across. Yeah, let it, yeah this one person at a time, because we got to do, I'm just interested right here. That's cool. It's all good. 
So look up the Sahara slave trade. They walked people across the Sahara Desert. It was a 700-year occupation. That's actual, factual. You can look it up. They occupied, and they did some of the most atrocities that you could ever think. Like I said, raped every woman till she died. They would take the kids and, and rub them into their armies. All the men worked till they died. There's no communities of blacks in the Arab nations. Like, through here in America, they didn't kill us all. They bred us because it was actually harder to bring people here. Only 20% of the people in America that went to slavery came on boats. By the time the slavery even made it here, it was already being abolished. That's why they enslaved the, the, any Africans or Indians that looked at African, which is documented. They classified whole groups of Indians as Negroes. It's documented. They classified us as Negroes and put them in slavery right here in America. Matter of fact, they got documentation of more people being taken out of America and then brought in. The word slavery wasn't used until the, 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 the mid-1800s after the John Punch incident. Um, 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 and that was a legal thing that they did. That was, that's when they, the first person to get more than seven years was John Punch. He was trying to escape his servitude. Now, servitude, I don't know if you know about it, but it's a many, it's, there's different ways you can serve servitude. You can do it voluntarily or you can do it forcibly. Now, voluntarily, let's this. Let's say you're a cowboy and you ain't got nowhere to stay. You're hungry. You go to a rancher and say, hey, can I get a job? They say, yeah, you can work for me this amount of years. Here, sign this contract. That's a dentist servant. That's his dentist servant now. Now he, he's taking care of the cows, the horses, and do-do-do, stacking his money. And when he leaves in seven years, he can take his money and leave. The um, the Irish, the Scottish, the English, how they got over here to America, oh, they signed him to be a dentist servant. That's when they built the cities, Chicago, New York. The uh, Hell's Kitchen, Gangs of New York, all that was based on indentured service that came here. Slavery wasn't existing, yeah. it wasn't even existed yet. When the program hey, came here, they didn't have the slaves, but go ahead. Hey, let her, uh, you know, we got the spill. Let her, let her, you know, say a little spill, man. You know, this open forum, man. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, know, I go. I like this thing. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey go ahead, let her talk, let her speak. What is it called? Hey, so what is it called when. Uh, a pi- when pirates catch uh, Europeans that's trying to make their way over to across the seas and everything, and they they get shipwrecked or you know it's an issue where they don't make it the whole way and they get caught up in our land. Right, I said that. I said they have pirate moors. I said they have pirate moors and they have freedom fighter moors. There's a difference. Like in the movie uh, with Morgan Freeman and uh, Robin Hood, when they said. Oh, who are you? He said, I'm more. And everybody went, ooh, because they were the most fierce swordsmen on the planet, you know. So he was a freedom fighter more. Now, pirate more, it was the ones that got themselves kicked out of Spain because they warned them about selling too many white slaves. And, uh, 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 and, and so one group, one, one city kicked them out. And then when they did that, they teamed up with another city and they kicked them out. And then they all get together and kicked everybody out of, uh, out of uh, Spain, and then that's when the uh, Moors went down to North Africa, and then they invaded, and they took over North Africa. They finally took over, because they invaded a, a few times, but they was never successful. Successful, but the king had died, hey, and the new said, king wasn't. You're still talking about black people, right? You're still talking about black people, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Moors was, was, was notorious for... Uh, Capturing white folks, just like in the movie, Planet Apes, and selling them into servitude. 
not slavery, but servitude. All right, all right. It, it, the Egyptians, you said, one thing she said was everybody had slaves, but that wasn't true. The Egyptians didn't have slaves. And it's documented proof that they lived a luxurious life, burials, buried with gold and everything. They say you cannot get that type of perfection through slavery. It, it takes somebody to love what they're doing to get that type of perfection. So you have any more to say, young lady? Okay, well, yeah, so my thing is, like I said, I, I really, really dislike the fact that, like, you know, the, the slavery talk, you know what I mean? Like, we cannot continue to empower the next generation still talking about slavery and, and white supremacy and all that stuff. Like, no, we, I agree with you. I agree with you because I tell people. What let her finish, Joe. Yeah. Let her finish, Joe. Yeah. Black people and Moors or Negroes or whatever you want to call uh, uh, our race or whatever, um, you can't you can't keep trying to distinguish um, other blacks from other black people or other Africans from other African people. They are all over there. They were all over there. They were all the same, you know, the same color. You know what I mean? And even when you go back to um, when it comes to, like, uh, religious standpoints and stuff like that, like, you can't um, just put it all off on um, Arabs and other people that are enslaving each other. Like, they were all amongst the same people, and they, there was all kinds of different types of slavery. But we cannot keep saying, oh, we've been in shackles or we've been enslaved for... We can't keep doing that to our we can't keep making them feel like this is all we we've been or this is all we've had because we are we are the the greatest people on the planet like i i don't understand why we keep contributing our our livelihoods in this type of uh, situation excuse me i for one always tell people if you're studying history and, and like and then the references, like what list of references? I need to know exactly. Okay, you said you said um, you mentioned you quoted a few books. So I, I like I said, I never heard that before. Never. Hey, one thing I tell people all the time is that if you're studying history and it's depressing you, you ain't went back far enough. We set every trend and fad there is. Who else set trends and fads we saw around the world? Nobody. And you go back to the beginning, beginning of anybody, culture, religion, you find us in the trends of the day. She said she's got a mentor. She says she's had a, she has a mentor that's pretty sharp. Yeah. Yeah, he goes back 150,000 years. Well, we all need to be the judge. You need to tell him to call and count the politics so we can really go back 150,000 years. Because my boy right here only went back 3,000 years. So if he could go back 150,000 years, he needs to be on the show next week so we can go back to 150,000 years. You feel what I'm saying? The journals, you know, he has access to journals and, and information that, you know, it, it's not readily available to just anybody and right. everybody. You know, but, you know, it's well, you know, I, I just think that all information. But you know, that's what I'm saying. But see, all information. I don't think it's empowering to tell people that. Like, we cannot keep telling our people that. To me, it, it, it's not good. But see, the whole thing is. But see, the whole thing about that. I'm the whole thing about that. It's good to talk about things like that. It's good to talk about the real because a lot of people run from the real. 
um, and it's different parts of history everywhere. It's like this. It's like every man, every man had the same teacher, but we went to different schools. Every woman had the same teacher, but they all went to different schools. Uh, I heard you say something about uh, Africa. All Africans are black. I know some white Africans. I know, like you said, there's different types of people. You know what I mean? Um, when, we, my, when we're talking about when we're talking about the majority and people that, um, you know, like clearly, like okay, there's there's different tribes, there's different setups. You know what I mean? Like it, it's just like we don't we don't know exactly what happened. You know what I mean? We can just go off of what the book. I feel happened. you on that. Even that. I feel you. I feel you on that. All the way real. I feel well, you know, I'm this new history. You know what I'm saying? Or what people are doing today. You know what I mean? Where are the new Martin Kings that where are the new Rosa Parks at today, two thousand eighteen, that's out there helping people, that's helping the homeless. They need to be empowered. Right. They need to be empowered. They don't they, they don't need to just keep hearing this slavery talk. They really don't. Like it it to me, it, it's the most crushing, devaluing thing that you can could possibly do like my kids they was like oh okay i don't gotta go to school on monday uh oh it's mlk day i said oh, okay what y'all know about mlk oh okay he got shot i'm like okay that's all they know you know it's like <laughs> they told me a couple of things just more of what the system wants to say yeah yeah that's interesting and, you know, that's interesting like, okay, all right, all right. but you know, the power things, like when he started talking about Moors and all the other things, like in the, the Spanish history and the European history, like those things are empowering. When we get to know more about the truth and the things that are not told, those are the things that we need to hear. You know what I mean? Those are the things that we need to be, you know, take, um, you know, into our subconscious versus like, oh, you just was in shackles and yeah. But you know, I don't think I don't think he came like that. He's, he, he, I think no, but he just hit on every point. That's what happened. You know what I mean? He hit on every point. You know, he's bringing that up because I asked that question me personally because there's some things I don't know. Just like what you're saying about see, sometimes life is a ripple effect. Sometimes it might have took what he said. For us to find out that you know somebody that got 150,000 years history, you get what I'm saying? So tonight it's all good, and this is how we we working as a community, we working as a tribe. We I don't know where you at. You might be on the other side of the United States, for I'm concerned. But right now we here, we speak, and we we. There's no wrong answer. It's no right answer. It's just let's chop it up. It's open form, and we not we gonna be knowledgeable. By the time we get off of here. We're going to have something new. We're going to be like, damn, you might read that and say that. You might just go to talk to your boy. He might just say, you know what, he was right. Then we might go back and say, you was right. So we, uh, you get what I'm saying? I mean, so we don't go back and listen to everything I said, and, and then you'll see. Nobody knows uh, maybe, you died. You see what I'm saying? Um, uh, hello? Uh, maybe at, um, hello? Hold on. Hold on, John. We'll be done. Hold on. Definitely keep digging. Yeah. Yeah. Searching for truth. You know what I mean. Yes. Yeah. And value. You know what I mean. When the, when they start coming out with all these slave movies and all these uh, white people um, or Europeans coming out with the the the, the movies that um, basically uh, supposed to have been happening in in Africa and you know in just different parts of our history. You know what I mean. Like okay, like okay, so. What we need to do is know what's real, you know what I mean, and know what's 
real, real, you know what I mean? Like, as far as, like, the slavery and things like that, we know certain things that happened, and it didn't even go down like that. Like, you know, there's been yeah. there's been a whole lot of different things yeah. that where people are, like, yeah. now finding out that we are, uh, you know, the original people even here in America. You know what I mean? They're not going to tell yeah. you we're the Indians. They're not going to tell you all this stuff that we really, really need to know to even empower our minds to get past the slavery shit. You know what I mean? So that's my thing. It's like, I just don't want to keep hearing that. I don't want to keep seeing it. I don't want. And then when we talk about real and you talk about our leaders and why, what are they doing or why, how are they getting past what's going on? You know, how are they getting past what my So you feel me? You feel me? And it's still going. The same, the same ones that was back then, the same Congress people that was back in the 70s that, that was with these cats, that walked and walked with these cats, mm-hmm. that fought, and they're still in Congress. They're still pushing the line. How are they still alive? <laughs> well, hey, I think there's a code. You know what I mean? And Damn. we already know, just like there's a nonprofit code. You know, you you can't really say what you want to say and do what you want to do, especially if we don't have media outlets like this. You can talk freely. You can say what you want to say. Yeah, right? open forum, Compton Politics, every Monday, 730. You know what I'm saying? On T25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio. You feel me? I love them. So let me go ahead and let Joe, if, you know, Joe, you got anything else to say? Keep it up. Yeah, maybe she can. Hey, but you know what I'm saying? I'm going to let you know. Hold on, Joe. I'm going to let you speak. Like I said, I'm changing it to uh, Compton Politics Media Network because I had some investors that called me the other day. You know what I'm saying? Now they want to turn it to a big media, like like with the trucks and the vans. So there's going to be jobs and positions. You feel what I'm saying? That's what it should be. Right. They like men of world country politics. This is, this is the only way we can get some real truth out. But the thing is, it, it has to be beneficial. Yeah. We can't sit here and get on our platform and still be fucking talk, talking about slavery. You know what I mean? No. We can, we can no, no, no. My show, every week is Every week. Every week, my show is different. Just what happened, you can know, I, say I just called my boy. No, no. He's going off the top. Can I say something? You already told me. You already told me. Oh, Lord. Was, a few years ago when I had, you know, introduced you to my artist. He came down there, and y'all rocked it off. Like, just moving forward, and we're going to be having conversations like this. I know today is a special day. You know what I mean? Oh, I see people do more talking than do listening and everything else, but moving forward, the platform still needs to be here because guess what? We still have Can I say everybody. Yeah, no, she's, she's speaking on some other stuff. Hold on, just on, bro. supremacy, which is what? Which is what? Say that again. Ain't nobody supreme over me. No, no. no. Oh, no. Ain't nobody supreme over you. So, <laughs> and it's, it's stuck in your subconscious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we got to come anew. We have to come. We have to come anew, but we can't forget about the past because our past is our future. You feel what I'm saying? And, and that's not our sole past. No, no. I that's said our past. Our past. past. Our past. Yeah, when I mean by past, listen, listen. Well, what I mean by our past, I mean everything. All the positive, all the good, all the bad, all the ups, the downs. That's what I'm talking about. Our past. Period. Just the whole Hello. Past. Before we get off here, I want Joe to educate us more 
about the the the, the empowerment. No, he's young. Yeah, he's young. He's beautiful. That you heard, John? Can I say something? <laughs> he said, "Can he say something?" Hello. Yeah, go ahead. You can talk, man. All right, go ahead, go ahead, Joe, 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 Joe. The co, hey, Joe, Joe, the co-host, the co-host just said you could talk, man. I've been trying to say for twenty minutes, maybe. It's all right, brother. Go. We got all the time in the world, look, man. It's something politics. It's all, all right. right. All right, look, maybe, maybe she get a chance. She can go back because she came in the middle of the conversation. The topic was not slavery. At all. That just came into play because I was explaining something. I can't explain something without explaining the background to it. That's how I came around into that in that in that subject. Now all the points you were making are points that I make. I understand about saying things that uplift. But see when people ask me questions, I speak on the truth. I, I, I don't hold no bars. I can't hold my tongue. I uh, I know what happened and I know how it happened. I know uh, when it happened, uh, I got dates, uh, times. I, I mean, I studied a lot of things. I do know that the reason why they put all these slavery movies is to lower our consciousness and get us to think about bad things, get us on a, uh, what do they say, a low frequency. See, the whole world is 50-50. I done studied multiple cultures, timelines, religions, everything. And what I found out was my yacht at the end of the day, which is in Egypt, they weigh your heart against a feather. What weighs your heart down? Anger, madness, sadness, doubt, regret, remorse, fear, envy, jealousy, revenge. What makes a heart light as a feather? Love, sharing, giving, forgiving, counting your blessings, patting people on the back, being an inspiration to others. These emotions make your heart light as a feather. But see, um, when I say the whole world is 50-50, you can call it what you want, any culture, any language. You can call it God and devil, Allah and Jinn, good and evil, angels and demons, what I like, what I don't like, what I can do, what I can't do. Either way it go, you pull it from one of these energies. If you pull it from an energy that's wearing your heart down, that's why they put all these slave movies out here to wear our hearts down. Now, when I was speaking about that earlier, I was just speaking on... Uh, facts about history. I wasn't speaking on that to weigh nobody's heart down. Now, if you took that in a negative way, I, I apologize. I can't help it. I'm Joe Knowledge, and all I can do is speak the truth as I know it so far, because it does evolve. It does change as I gather more information. Okay, I can dig it. Like I said, I I never heard it. There's a three thousand year stretch on that. Like no. Uh-uh. All right, I, it's okay if you never heard it. It's okay if you never heard it. Listen, it's okay if you never heard it. But that's why I say everything, everything that I say, you can go back and research. See, I, I say things that I've researched. When I say the Sahara slave trade, look it up. It was a seven to 900-year get down, and it was, it was some atrocities that was committed that was horrible. I'm just saying, but we got through that. We're getting through that. You know, that's just a piece of history. We got to know that. See, we, we're from the Sun Belt. The Sun Belt, we, everything grew. We, we could eat off the land. We could grow. We could till the land. So the bigger the family, the more wealth you had. So the more kids you had. So when you had a kid, you held it up to the sun. This was a matriarchic system. The big mama ran the show. Uh, we respected our big mamas. I'm talking about the OG ones, not the Tyler Perry, the Martin Lawrence one. I'm talking about the OG Medea, the big mama, the all-wise, the all-knowing, wouldn't tell you nothing wrong, would feed you truth. The original story was to shot his her 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 daughter in law picked truth 
fruit from the tree of wisdom, which was the mother who spread it to the king to, to rule the, the, the uh, to fruit from the tree of wisdom, which was her knowledge, and fed it to the king to rule the kingdom with. They ruled together. It was a it was a cohesion. Now in the in the colder climates where people had to hunt for their food, they couldn't till the land. That became an issue between man and woman. This is where the patriotic system took over. It went from matriarch to patriarch. This is where the hatred towards women came in at because another baby meant another mouth to feed, meaning more hunting you have to do. And so they started getting angry at the women for getting pregnant. That's what perverted sex part of that. They started doing anal and head, and, and they would do it to the kids because they can't get pregnant or, or the animals. No, we ain't even going to take the women on hunting parties no more because you come back pregnant. So they started doing each other. So all this uh, uh, devilish, uh, um, perverted stuff started in the colder climates. This is where the matriotic patriotic system started. The man, because now the man was the breadwinner, whereas in the sunbelt, the mama was the breadwinner because the more kids she could have, the more people you can have till the land, the more wealth you can have, the more things you had to barter and trade. The reason why these other countries are other Nations would raid us because of that reason. They couldn't kill the land. So when they came upon people and seen they had stuff stockpiled, they would raid them and take it back to their family. So we had the Asian hordes. We had the Arab hordes. We had the, the European hordes that would come through. And those wars on the walls were showing us attacking the people that was coming in and attacking us. We had to defend ourselves from the people that was attacking us. But we would let anybody come in if they came in right. That's where the whole Jesus-Moses story come in at because they let the Hicksos come in. But the Hicksos did some trickery. They ended up taking over Egypt. That's where the slavery in Egypt is for that 200 years that the Hicksos was there. And then they were they were kicked out of there with uh, Amosis. Amosis was the pharaoh who kicked the Hicksos out using his women legions, armies, to kick the Hicksos out. And that was the original uh, uh, Moses story. But they have all the evidence for the Moses story. They have the, the burials. They have the pottery. They could show you where they went, where they dug up trees. They could show you everything for the story. But the story was they stole the, uh, uh, let's just, for lack of better words, the Ark of the Covenant, which was a device that created energy inside one of the pyramids, which created wireless electricity all over Egypt. And when they stole it, they cast Egypt into darkness, and, and, and actually the army was trying to chase them to get it back. Egypt fell in the darkness. It was vacant. Everybody left. Left. It was a two or three times in history that uh, Egypt was vacant. See, Egypt is not a native land. They moved in that area because of the riverways and waterways. It was a major trade route. So they built a capital right there, and different people ruled that area at different times. Nubia, South Africa, Ethiopia. That's where uniting the lands was about, getting upper and upper Africa and lower Africa united together. Uh, uh, they talk about King uh, Mansa Musa was the first king to unite the lands. Uh, 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 but like I say, we, we, got a, we, we got a deep, rich history. And when we go into Egypt, it's like a diving board to the rest of the Egypt because then you find out who built Egypt up and then where they went after that. So you almost you inadvertently learn all of history in a boat. You learn symbolism. You understand how now, how they're using the symbols and everything. You realize everything around us is Egypt, even all the words that we use in commerce. If you get a law dictionary and use any word that got to do with merchandise, uh, uh, commerce, shipping, all these words are ancient Egyptian words. They all date back to an Egyptian meaning. And the truth will set you free. What's older, the writer's on stone or the writer's on paper? The writer's on stone, and I'm a stoner. Yeah, you know, at one time, you know, at one time, uh, from my understanding, that the whole, yeah, that the whole world, 
this one man ruled the world, and this whole planet was Africa at one time. This whole right. planet it was, was a melanated planet. See, right. believe it or not, one man who ruled this whole world. Fact about it is some real history. We actually, if you live in California, like Los Angeles right now, this was what Africa, California. This, this was Morocco. Yeah. This was actually this is actually north this is northwest Africa where we at right now, but it was considered Morocco, not the island over there. This was considered Morocco. America was considered Morocco. All the little islands were provinces of Morocco. The only thing left is that little city they call Morocco, and they don't even own that no more. Right, you know, and I know that. I, I've seen that. I've seen that. I've seen the history of that. That one man. Ruled the whole world. It was just one country. It was just one planet. You know what I'm saying? And he owned everything. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know what happened with that. Um, an African man and an African woman ran this part of the United States way before everybody. Like I said, this was Africa, California. Seriously. And I mean, they actually. And, and California is named after the Queen. And California is named after an African queen called Queen Khalifa. And they tried to, but like I said, like there, there was a lot going on as far as beneficial, you know, uh, as far as like you know, just past that part, you know what I mean? Let's just. Did just you hear about the undrip? Did you hear the part when I said undrip? Slavery. They I don't want to talk about that shit because who else? Who else is talking about their slavery? Who else is talking about theirs? Hello. Hey, did you hear about the part? Did you hear the part? The, the ask her, did she hear the part I said about the UN Declaration of Rights of Indigenous People? Yes, I did, and that was very informative. I need to research that. Right. But uh, everybody, you said everybody is getting that, right? Right. That's a, a, anybody that's born here is considered indigenous to to where you're born at. And the only reason why we're not getting our uh, our free stuff is because when we signed the birth certificate, we gave away our free rights. So we became debt slaves at that moment. We're, we're considered three-fifths of a human being. We're considered people without a nation, without a nationality, to be truthful with you, because there is no African America nowhere. I can't visit it. Where's it at? You know, when you're a Kenyan, you're from Kenya. When you're Britain, you're from Britain. When you're England, you're from you're England, uh, Englishman, you're from England. But you're African American. Where's that place so we can go visit it? So black, Negro, African American, none of these words represent a, a, a nationality. So they made us three fifths of a human being. Emancipation wasn't freedom. Emancipation was they took the 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 the, the three fifths of a human being from the plantation owners and gave it to a corporation and now we belong to a corporation called United States of America. Look that up. That's a corporation. And uh each state is its own country. That's why each state has its own constitution. And we're all a conglomerate of that of that of that uh corporation. We're basically an employee of the United States of America. We just don't know it. They have they have control over our birth certificate and our bank account. Your social security card and your birth certificate is connected to a bank account. You can look up how do you pay bills with your birth certificate or how do you pay bills with your social security card, and you'll see that we have a secret bank account. I've seen that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the numbers on the back of your social security card. Those numbers on the back. Hey, hey this kind of politics. Huh? I got... Hey, can I, can I say this real quick? I'm not a preacher. Can I can I say this real quick? Hello? 
Um, that's one word, P-A-R-E-E-S-S-E-N-C-E. Um, or uh, my product is called Sweet Butter, and it's on my bikini page. That's a B-K-I-I-N-I. So, you know. You, you have a salon? I got great stuff. You can, if you want more information, feel free to inbox me. Um, and like I said, you know, I've been doing my thing as far as, like, I've, I've done a lot of community service and a lot of, um, uh, I guess, gatherings in my community, bringing people together on critical thinking workshops and um, just making sure that I empower myself to know more uh, as far as just looking back and also moving forward when we going to do solution, 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 right? So I've been trying to do my part for the greater good of us all. So that's basically what I'm trying to do is just share my truth with you, and we can have this dialogue, and everything is great. I appreciate you guys. For sure, for sure. You have a salon? Well, uh, you, have, you, you have a salon? You have a salon? Yes, sir. Where? Yes, sir. Where's the salon? I'm in San Bernardino. I'm in San Bernardino. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I used to be an educator for a couple of product lines. You said you used to work with some product lines. I used to do insulin classes, seminars, beauty colleges. I have an affiliate program is uh, starting up, so I will definitely let you know what's good. If you want to inbox me, let's keep it. Yeah, she says she says you want to inbox her. Her name is Jaquita Green on on uh, Facebook. Jaquita Green. Oh. Okay, you might have texted to me. Yeah, I yeah, know. Like I, I used to have a pre chemical conditioner that you apply at the, from the point of demarcation to the ends of the hair to protect the previously treated hair and the pressed hair. Like I said, we had a, we had a shea butter line called Natural Touch. We had a shea butter line called Natural Touch. We used to do design essentials. You know, you, you ever know, heard of design essentials? You don't give his game out. You know what I'm saying? You heard of design essentials? Okay, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. You heard of design essentials? Yeah, I'm, I'm more into, like, um, natural hair care. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, that's what back in the day, though. I did that in years. That's back when, you know, in the uh, oh, 90s. He said, he said he had a Cadillac, but he said his Cadillac was 20 years old, okay? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the natural hair now, too, so. <laughs> I got dreadlocks now, so I'm in the natural hair, too. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to give a Compton Politics hair show, y'all. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, I appreciate... You know, everybody tuning in, just really believing and supporting what I'm doing. Um, I mean, we're worldwide with this. What I like about this is after we record this, you can come back and you get to the recording. You feel what I'm saying, my, my queen over there? So come back in an hour, and I hit you up, and I can send you the same live recording where you'll have this recording yourself. You feel me? That's one thing about what I like about um, P25CL.com, Galaxy Talk Radio, live 24-hour music. You can check out our movies we have on uh, on our site. If you got any independent music, if you got albums, you need music you need to sell. That's what we are. We're actually a worldwide distribution company online. You feel what I'm saying? So all you new artists, all you artists, all you performers, you need the commercial, 
You need to advertise your beauty salon stuff. You do hair. Let's get a 30-second commercial on a, ra- on a 24-hour radio show station, T25. You know, branding yourself uh, worldwide. You might have somebody come from another country once you do their hair. That's triple the price because they ain't going to complain. They happy to get their hair done from an American queen, period. You feel me? So it's just a little, it's a lot of avenues with constant politics, you know. Um, Tell I think my dreams are I'm sitting in front of the, like, the mental health departments right now, different meetings every week, sitting in front of them being a spokesperson, speaking up for the community. So they got $200 million. You know, it's about them changing the, the, the platform of their board of directors because what's happening is what I recognize, I'm going to just spill something, what I've been doing lately. I've been going to these meetings. What I found out is uh, Mark Lee Really Thomas, uh, they have outside, they, 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 they hire organizations from the community to take care of the money for the community. But what's been happening is um, the people that work for the county is on the board of directors of the committee, which they're up under the county's jurisdiction, which they don't have the power to really vote for the community because the county have rules and bylaws, which I respect their position. So now we have to be doing a strategy to come in and try to put people like myself that care about the community and find other entities throughout other communities, even other counties, to come together and let's get this $200 million because they're telling us that they don't know what to do with this money. But every time I roll down the street, I see people in tents pushing baskets. You feel me? I live on the side of the freeway. And there's a whole city on the side of the freeway. And they just did a walk uh, like about a month ago giving this money up, right? Then they did a walk. Mark really Thomas did a whole walk on the side of the freeway. They took pictures, stood out. Now they're going to say two months later, they don't know what to do with the money. So it's going to take people like us to come together that got your paperwork together. That, like you yeah. said, you're doing all these workshops, and, you know, we need to come in there. We need to get together, everybody, on the same like-minded effort and go in and get this money because they talk about they don't know what to do with it. So I'm just opening it up to the, to, the, to the public and let them know what I'm going to do, and I can't do it by myself when I go in there. I'm tired of talking by myself. They listen to me, but I need the community to come with me so they can hear these stories of a person that's really going through some mental health problems, that when they go to try to get a, uh, an apartment and y'all got $2 million, $200 million, y'all want to put a person in a shelter. This person got a job, got some kids, they got a car, they just had bad luck. They don't need to go to no shelter. Give them that money so they can go get an apartment immediately. So that's what I'm fighting for. So I need people like yeah, you. We already know that it don't work like that. You would have to come with a nonprofit. That's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. They ready for that. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm ready. We are ready for the people. I'm ready to come get the people that got the nonprofits. Now that's what I'm trying to say. I'm ready to find the people that got the nonprofits now, so we can go in there and do it. But I got the key. I'm, I got the key right that's, now. That's the, that's the way they're gonna. That's the way they're gonna work it out. That's yeah. The way they're gonna work it out is trying to have the. They have a lot of the programs. I've seen it actually. I've seen. I've seen them um, actually do. Uh, I guess um, groups like mental health awareness. Groups. That's what I do. That's what I did. And, um, on an upright, in place. But, but see, that was nothing but pilots, though. That That's what I'm trying to say. But see, those were nothing but pilots. You know what I mean? If you want to reach out, I can probably look at a couple of people out in this area. 
But, you know, I know you all the way in L.A. Hey, look, I, you know, I'm worldwide. Look, I'm worldwide. I'm worldwide. Ain't no limit for me. I'm like, I think like a rich person. Ain't no how much money I want. I just want some money. You feel me? Ain't no limit. I, ain't nothing between me and you. is number air. That's it. Traveling, I'm not one of them hood guys that just don't like to go nowhere. I love to travel. Plane, trains, and automobiles. You feel what I'm saying? L.A. is the only place they care about it. You ain't having no car. Go any other place. They ain't worried about if you had a car or not. As long as you get there, because there's too much traffic. You feel me? People prize in the way out here. They prize in the way. You know what I mean? But I go to other places, other cities, other places. Man, ain't nobody worrying about nothing. They all help each other. We got to change the dynamics out here in Los Angeles County. Just the dynamics. That's it, period. We're worrying about all this. Like you say, the slave stuff, we got to worry about what's working right now. What's going on right now, today, at this moment? I love your heart. I love the message. You know what I mean? Just keep it up. Like, you're doing your part. Yeah. For the greater good of us all. That's my my number one love is that. You know what I mean? We keep rocking and rolling with each other. Yeah. You know, just like I say, this open forum. Just like I say, this open forum, everybody. And I like everybody that's coming in. I'm going to cut the show short. I don't want to just bore everybody, just me, you know, just talking, and I really appreciate my guests. But like I say, every Monday night, this is my 190th show tonight. This is history being made on Martin Luther King, you know what I mean, 190 shows, man. 190 shows ago, I didn't even know I was a radio host. I didn't know I could do a radio show. I never saw myself. Somebody else saw this in me. I didn't see this. So what I'm trying to tell people is when somebody comes to you, sometimes it'd be God's angel. That's your angel. Sometimes we have to listen to people. Sometimes we have to pay attention when somebody's trying to tell us something. Sometimes we have to obey because sometimes that'd be God speaking to us. A lot of times it'd be silent voices. We don't hear it. But sometimes you hear that voice and you make it through that day. Something happens. You'd be like, Phew. Why did I get, man, I'm so glad I didn't come early, or, dang, I'm so glad I didn't go there, or how many times have you did that? So we need to start listening to certain voices that, that comes across to our lives. Because if I never listen to them people at the L.A. forum telling me, man, you know what, you want to do a radio, if I would have been just so blind to listen to that spirit or their voice, you hear what I'm saying, saying, oh, man, I don't, I don't even know y'all. What y'all talking about, I'm a radio host. If I would just ignore that, I would be here today. She would be here today. Joe would be here today. And all these people on uh, 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 Instagram Live and, and Facebook Live, we wouldn't be here today. But just at least appreciating somebody believing in me, seeing a vision in me, we've got to stop being hard-headed and stubborn within ourselves. Our only problem is ourselves. And I'm not sitting here to preach. I don't know everything, but I know one thing. I'm on my 190th radio show tonight. And I'm ready to do it next week. And I hope y'all tune in next week, 7.30, live. If you got any problems, issues, subjects, this is an open forum radio show worldwide. And you can talk about anything you want. When we say a little cuss words tonight, but you know what? It happens like that. It wasn't no derogatory words. Uh, we got deep into a conversation. Uh, we give a love to Martin Luther King tonight. Um, and I just want to thank T25CL.com to give me, you know, the opportunity to keep my show going for 190 shows tonight. I, this is my first time really going live with a straight show, no interruptions on live on Facebook, live on Instagram, 
live and uh, people have been tuning in. Um, if you want to listen to this show over again from the beginning, my first, I think my first 10 minutes, I have my damn phone on mute. So I was thought I was talking to y'all, but I wasn't. So let this show go on an extra 12 minutes, then I'm going to kick in because I realize I have my mute button on. Uh, tune in. <laughs> www.225cl.com. Galaxy Talk Radio. This is Constant Politics. This is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. Joe, do you have any last words for the people worldwide? Because you know the people in the Congo, England, New Zealand, everybody is listening. The kings, the queens, man, the princesses. You know how we do it. Uh, trying to end the show with some knowledge for the people. There's a lot of people listening. If y'all want to listen to the show over again, hit me in my inbox or hit me up, and I can email you the show. You can actually hear this show over and over. So you want to be interviewed, you got subjects, you got movies, you're a musician, you're an artist, you want to be interviewed, really, you know where to find me. I'm live every day. Hit me up. So, Joe, end it with a – go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. It's on me, it's on me. Yeah, then I'm going to let Joe end it with the knowledge, yeah. Okay, so I just wanted to give out another um, just link to myself. Um, you can also, if anybody um, wants any more information or wants to know more about what I do, please visit www.jaquettagreen.com. That's J-A-C-Q-U-E-T-T-A, green, like the color, dot com. Check me out. All right, Joe, Joe, go ahead. Nice to you, Oh, yeah, yeah. We're going to hit it up. We're going to hit it up. So, Joe, once you end the show with some knowledge, man, you know, go ahead and rock the house. I need some products for my dreads, you know. <laughs> hey, uh, yeah. Uh, he said he needs some products for his dreads. <laughs> she said she got you, brother. I got you. This too. <laughs> yeah. That's so go ahead, comments that... so go ahead and end it with some knowledge for us, Joe. You know, this comes from politics, man. You know, I like how you end it, brother. Oh, well, you know, uh, man, knowledge is power, you know. Just stay focused, you know. Like you say, it's about the solution, not the problem. Problem only exists in my eye to beholder. So, you know, if there's a solution for every problem, does the problem really exist? You know, so... Just take care, you know. Keep uh, keep studying, you know. I, I text the the book, the Destruction of Black Civilization. It's a very affirmative book, you know. It gives you the what happened, but you know you have to know your past in order to know what you need to do, where you need to go from there. You know, you have to be able to start from somewhere. Just starting in the middle of the book sometimes just ain't gonna cut it. You know, you got to go to the beginning, read the little fine print, and then start from the beginning and bring it back up. And that'll reset your prison because basically most of the things that we know and understand today has been based on what we've been exposed to thus far and the perception we've been given of it and the way we perceived it. Uh, the only way you can make an opinion about something is being exposed to it. So I say, you know, keep an open mind, study from all points. The further back you go, the greater we are. Um, I tell people all the time, if you study history and it's depressing you, you ain't went back far enough because we the shiznians. 
We them people. We the people that can think things into existence. We possess 360 degrees of vision and understanding, where everybody else have 33 degrees. That means 10% of our understanding. We can come out with a simple dance like the Cabbage Patch, and we all can do it with no problem, but they looking at us like, hey, how y'all all can do that? We the people that can look at a car and say, if I put them rims on it from around the corner, it look nice, and it do. We the people that can go to the store and buy shoes from one store, pants from another store, a shirt or a blouse from another store, and vision how it go good with the stuff at home, and they do. That's why we don't. Hey, I just did that last night. I did that same thing last night. That's why hmm. they try to get us to focus on these uh, bad images and slavery movies to get us thinking about uh, uh, bad things. What we end up doing is manifesting bad things. When we te- when they teach us to pray, they tell us to be thankful. That's causing us to think of something that makes us happy, which raises us to our, our highest frequency. Then they say, pray as God has already done it for you. But at that moment, you should be visioning yourself, seeing yourself, doing it at that high frequency, and then watch it roll out like a video camera. But you know, we equate it to religion, but in reality, it was written in stone that we have the ability to think things into existence. We said every trend and fad there is. We literally keep humanity evolving with our new creations. If it wasn't for that, they'd have wiped us off the map a long time ago. But they need us for our new creations. Because without us, everybody be spinning around in a circle chasing their tail. <laughs> that was an awesome hey, interview. I see we got another guest. Uh, our other guest, uh, Iwana. Iwana, you have any last words? I mean, you've been sitting here patiently. I really appreciate that. Um, you have any last words that you feel about what we talked about? You can end it with what you want to say, and I'm going to end the show. No, I thought he was very enlightening. I liked it, the ending. I that's something for me to move forward on next few weeks. Thank you, Joe. You're welcome. And I don't I, I love everybody. I love all races. I love Star Trek. I think everybody got <laughs> a, a piece of puzzle that we can all come together and have an ability that can help us all grow as one. You know, that Star Trek always stick out to me as far as having they made it different aliens, but I look at it as different groups of people. Mm-hmm. Working together. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Um, it's been a hell of a night, hell of a show. I appreciate everybody. We done went at least an hour and a half. Let me see. Let me check out my time. I like breaking records here. We done went almost an hour and forty-five minutes. You know, so like I said, I appreciate I, everybody coming in. Man, man I go am, ahead. I, I am a nation builder, so I do focus on our nation. When I say nation, I'm talking about the nation of melanated people. Okay. And sorry, y'all, I ain't in no radio station and all this old type of stuff, but I'm just letting y'all know, uh, man, I got like three phones, a computer. I'm on three phones, seriously. I got my, I got I know, three I phones. Just <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Seriously. I mean, you got to quit cutting that out, quit letting the folks charge you all that money for stuff you can do at home yourself. You feel me? You see, I'm mm-hmm. on this phone. I'm worldwide on this phone. Of course. Yeah, yeah, my speaker done went down low. My speaker done went low on you. I don't know what happened, but my speaker done went low on you young lady so i really can't you know hear you yeah i can't hit my speaker up loud right now but i can hey, hear you. 
Make sure y'all watch the Black Panther movie in the theater and not on bootleg. Mm-hmm. And if y'all haven't seen okay. that cartoon... Tune in, though, okay? I'll hit you up later. And, hello? All right. It's off? I'm sitting by the homegirl. I'm sitting by the uh, Jaquita. Yeah, oh, okay. um, so he was saying, uh, go watch that movie. Everybody, do not bootleg. Do not bootleg. What's the name of that movie? The Black Panther movie. Do not bootleg Black Panther movie. Go pay to watch it. Mm-hmm. Go pay. Go pay to watch the movie. Don't don't bootleg and, it. And Go if you have to seen, that movie. And if you haven't seen the Marvel cartoon of the Black Panther, it is the best cartoon I've ever seen in my life. They play the black people in a royal manner. They speak royally. They were dealing people in a royal manner. I mean, it, it was about they, they was in touch with their ancient technology. They never fell off. It was uh, high tech. They was, oh, my gosh. It was one of the bombest cartoons I've ever seen. The storyline, the, the, if that movie is anything like that cartoon, oh, my God, that should be the best movie ever. But that cartoon, okay. the Black Panther cartoon, it's kind of hard to find now. But, uh, uh, oh, episode one, oh, man, I'm telling you, I, it just it just had me going. And then and then they go into the who they was. Oh, man, it's, and then, then they got uh, uh, a documentary called uh, Decoding Black Panther by Anthony Browder. And then he breaks down all the names to Chilla, and, and he connects the American Indian names along with the Egyptian name because uh, uh, the Indians here and the Egyptians had a connection with each other. You know, everywhere there's a mound, mound builders predate the pyramid builders. Everywhere there's a mound on the Mississippi River, there's a pyramid on the uh, Nile River. Um, uh, the biggest base for a pyramid, or the second biggest base, is on the side of the uh, uh, Mississippi River. They got Monk's Mound, they got Poverty Point, uh, they got LSU campus, got a mound in front. My church took everybody up to uh, uh, Pyramid Lake just past Magic Mountain to show everybody where the mummies are found, where the mounds are. So we have a long African history here with Egypt. Uh, Cairo was uh, uh, was up in, in uh, Northwest Africa. I mean, I know one Northwest America was called Cairo. Memphis, Memphis is the capital of Egypt today, but Memphis is in here in in the states. So it's a big connection between Egypt and the the Indians here because we've been here a long, 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 long time, and we have the evidence to prove it in museums. Well, you know what I think next week. Uh, we can finish it really, Joe, if you want to. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, we can promote it all week long, um, this right here. And I think we'll get some callers call in, some people, because I think people are really interested in what's going on in the movement and what God is doing with people. Uh, not only is it Martin Luther King, it's Martin Luther King holiday every day. You know what I'm saying? That's what I feel, because we are all connected. People are doing things all across the nation from all over the place, everywhere, hey, doing their own individual things. No matter you know their culture or background, they doing something for the betterment of our nation, and, hey, all power to them. Yes, yes, yes. And it's really that important for all of us to come together as human beings, not people. We have to start using the right words to get the right things back. You know, that's why we can't get what we need back is because we're not using the right words like you were saying. Um, what we call ourselves on our birth certificates and stuff, that's not going to get us no nothing because it's not a certain yeah. thing it's to go to. I mean, I'm not, and, I, and I have one thing to say. I'm not trying to be biased about it, but it's just true. And a lot of brothers understand what I'm saying. Um, African men, this is what we need to break that cycle of, 
what African, real African men feel about black men in America. It's a real cold stigma about what's going on when we come with and what goes on. You know, it's like, I don't think that I feel in my heart, and I feel I have other brothers that feel the same way, that 100 black African, 100 black men from like a, this is the states of California, uh, the states of the United States come together want to go to Africa and build a business. I don't think that can happen. But at the same time, it's happening. Uh, that's why my church is happening. Uh, at my church, they coming through, talking about what they doing, what they got. The different countries be coming. I don't heard names of countries I've never even heard of at my church. People coming to visit and speak about what they doing and what they got going on. I'm so uh, uh, it's some building going on. They building as far as uh, on that subject at that church over there where I go to, and it would behoove you to come sometime on 78th and Western. It starts at 9 o'clock, from 9 o'clock to 11 o'clock is the history part. From 1 o'clock to, uh, uh, from 11 o'clock to 1 o'clock, it's kind of like, for lack of better words, the service part. And then the people that come and visit, you know, the, the guest speakers or whatever they may have, but they always got something going on. Then after 1 o'clock, you know, you got the food. First time you come, you eat for free, and it's vegan soul food, if you will. Tasty, bomb. You eat, you be feeling good, you be energy the whole day. Oh, man, this is a whole different get out. All right, all right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. This is Compton Politics. Man, we almost went two hours a night, which is exciting for me. Um, let me know that uh, no matter what, uh, Compton Politics must go on. I feel there's a Compton Politics city in every every country, in every state. There's a city with a Compton Politics in it. Issues, problems, not to say Compton has problems and issues, but I think it's a state and a city that to where you can start from to get a start. You know, there's a lot of stories coming up out of Compton. Uh, I was born and raised in Compton when I was young, but I was also raised and watched in Los Angeles. So I was born in all these three little cities in Los Angeles, California. Um, like I said, this is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. This is Compton Politics. We're live. This is my 190th show. Go to T25. CL.com. Get the app on your phone. You got 24-hour music. We're looking for music to play on there. If you got an independent album or music you're trying to play, put it on our thing. We got worldwide distribution. If you got a movie you want to show, uh, man, we got it cracking on uh, on the on T25CL.com. Galaxy Talk Radio. Like I said, this is Lorenzo Elvis Murphy. This is T25CL.com. Galaxy Talk Radio. So I'm going to go ahead and end the show and the show with my Motto, this is my 190th show. I want to thank Joe Knowledge for calling in. Appreciate you, my brother. I want to get my other co-guest, co-host, Juana, my other guest, Jaquita Green with the hair stuff. You know, I'd say hair stuff, you know, because I don't remember what she said. But check her out, Jaquita Green. Green on Facebook. She does the hair. Got her own salon up in San Bernardino. Um, we got Joe Knowledge on the line. He gives you some knowledge. Check him out. Uh, you got Joe Bop and Diss Me. That's you on Facebook. Um, just, just, you know, stay, let's continue this movement of Compton Politics. And I appreciate y'all choose Compton Politics to be your open voice, your open mind, your open station, your open radio show to let you feel comfortable to the world and let you speak about what you want to. Anytime, any place. This comes in politics. I'm gonna count down five, four, three, two, one. Compton politics.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.